The podcast network is supported by Neo.org, a social network with a purpose to transform the world by enabling people to transform themselves. And Tony Kynaston, our first TPN patron. Become a TPN patron or a member of the TPN 500 by visiting tpn.thepodcastnetwork.com. Well, uh, I normally ask my guests to introduce themselves at the beginning of the show, but I'm not going to do that with this show because my guest is uh, Rebecca. Rebecca runs the Twitter account Gay Marriage Oz, A-U-S. Uh, I first came uh, became aware of Gay Marriage Oz a few weeks ago. And uh, Rebecca is uh, a 17-year-old high school student who obviously uh, is, is out there fighting the cause for uh, the legalization of gay marriage in Australia. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. Thanks. Now, um, I guess the obvious question is, uh, don't 17-year-old girls have something better to do with their time than, you know, take a political stance about gay marriage and try to uh, build support for it on Twitter? couldn't be better to do though. It's just, I don't know, it's an important cause and I don't know, I've always been interested in it. So I guess the answer is there isn't anything better to do. Why is it important to you, Rebecca? Well, I'm gay for a start, but just the fact that it's not legal just doesn't make sense to me. Why doesn't it make and sense? Because I've always one to appreciate the equality of people and I've just never understood why these particular people are being discriminated against. And why do you think they're being discriminated against? Um, well, uh, I'm always going to blame religion, but I think it's just societal values. They've changed, but the law just hasn't kept up with it. So that's about it. Uh, why do you think the law hasn't caught up with it? I mean, I, I saw a survey uh, a couple of months ago, I think, in Australia saying that, I, I can't remember the numbers, I'll look it up in a sec, but it was like 60% or 70% of Australians surveyed believe that gay marriage should be legal. Have, have you seen those sorts of surveys? I've heard about it, but I haven't seen that one. Well, I will tap away here and look it up, but I mean, why do you think politicians haven't just uh, pushed this through? Do you think they have a particular agenda or they're just slow and got other things on their plate? I don't know about an agenda, but the only reason I can explain it is that it's a personal belief getting in the way of a national sort of belief. And um, they might have some particular religious belief and so they think personally that it shouldn't be legal, and that's translating into the law. Mm. Um, I've got these stats here. Um, this is from June 2009. It says that a, a, a survey commissioned by an organisation called Australian Marriage Equality showed that 60% of those questions are in favour of same-sex marriage compared with 57% two years ago. Uh, Peter Furness of AME said the results challenged Prime Minister Kevin Rudd's view that the public did not want gay marriage. He said, clearly Australians believe marriage is first and foremost about love and commitment, not your partner's gender. This poll scuttles the only rationale put forward by the Rudd government for opposing equality, namely that a majority of Australians believe marriage should only be between a man and a woman. The poll questioned 1,110 voters on their attitudes to gay marriage. Women were more likely to be in favour, with 68% supporting gay marriage, compared to 53% of men. 
younger voters showed much higher support than older voters. So there you go. Obviously, uh, yeah. you, you know, maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe Kevin Rudd's in the wrong generation. Yeah, oh, well, everyone grows up with different values and it's all changing now and I know religion's becoming not as important. I'm always going to bring it back to that. But, um, yeah, it's becoming less important and people are growing up to believe something different now and that just happens to be one of those things, I think. And so why did you decide to set up a Twitter account? Because I noticed that there wasn't one, that's all. There was no Twitter it, account it surprised me. promoting gay yeah. marriage in Australia? Yeah, I just thought it might work. And uh, do you, what, what's sort of the intention behind the Twitter account? Do you intend to use it to just uh, carry news items, to engage people in discussion? What's the plan? Um, so far, it's just about building a following and proving that there are so many people that support it. And then I'd also want to retweet what everyone else is showing me and um, their opinions and their articles that they've come up with. But it's mostly just to get it out there because... The Twitter stuff sometimes goes on the news and you see all that. And if it can make a dent in Twitter and the media catches onto it, then that would be something good. I see that you've already got 468 followers. That's not bad considering you launched it when, uh, a month ago? Um, no, a week ago. A week ago? Was that all it was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you sort of happy with that level of support in a week? I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's all right. And do your family know that you're doing this? Um, no. Why not? I, I don't know. It's just not a conversation piece. I've sort of talked to him about my brother and sister, but I haven't been like, oh, hey, guess what I've been doing? <laughs> Are you the uh, eldest of the three, or where do you fit in? I am, yeah. Right. And so your parents don't know that you're doing it. What do you think your parents would say if they knew? I'd oh, be interested, I guess, but I don't know. I have no idea what their opinion would be. Really? You haven't had this discussion around the dinner table? No. Do they know about your sexual orientation? No, but that's, uh, that will soon. Right, so obviously you need to have that discussion before you tell them. Yeah. It could be a nice way into it. Hey, guess what, Mum and Dad? I'm running a Twitter account supporting gay marriage. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I've been meaning to mention. Just so you're aware. What do you think, um, I mean, do, do many of your uh, friends at school or your social friends know that you're gay? Oh, yeah, all of them. And w from your experience, what is the general attitudes of, uh, you know, teenagers in this day and age? Uh, it depends who you're around, I guess. You'll always get the macho boys that are completely or oh, against it. And then, but most people are just accepting unless they're, Hardcore to the other side of the spectrum. Right. So you've, but the majority of people really don't care. Yeah, but, and even if they were against it, there are a whole bunch of people that will sort of ridicule them for being against it. So it's kind of hard to say it out loud. Oh, really? So, you know, yeah. the, the tide has turned now where it's actually difficult for people to speak out against it because they look like they're just, you know, bigots from another century. Exactly, like just look at the Miss Universe thing that happened. That was horrible for her. Yeah, and, and you know. Or was it Miss America? One of those. Miss Universe, I think. I could be wrong. But it was deservedly horrible for her. She was a dumb bimbo. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what do you think has led to the change in attitudes in younger people about this? Do you think it's 
because they're less religious than they might have been 30 years ago? Or is it because we see so much uh, acceptance of gay lifestyles in uh, Hollywood and TV shows? What, what, are, what are your thoughts? Um, I think it's sort of a mixture. I think society's becoming a lot less conservative and opening up to new things. There's not so much of a religious pressure on the community. It's more, now that we've got maybe we're multicultural and everyone's accepting of the religions, it also comes with accepting sexuality and accepting, um, like, even women's rights. That took a while to come around. And, um, yeah, now we just grow up thinking it's completely normal. I think it's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 hard for, you know, most of us, I guess, to get our heads around the fact that women only got the vote in the last century. I mean, uh, <laughs> go back 100 years ago, they weren't even allowed to vote. So it's these things take time. Yeah, it's really strange how that even happened. Like, to everyone... Back then, they would have been like, oh, women, the vote was. But now, it's just a basic right. Yeah. I mean, and uh, obviously, in the US, just in the last um, six months or so, we've seen a number of the states vote uh, for gay marriage. Uh, yeah. There was a reversal in California um, with Prop 8. Did you follow all of that uh, late last year? Not intently, but I know about it, and I saw that Twitter. I think they're following us, um, No Hate or something like that, the No Hate campaign, and that was pretty powerful. Um, with I think they had heaps of celebrities going around, and they had that ad with Kathy Griffin and stuff on it. Well, was that good or bad? Um, Kathy, Kathy Griffin speaking out for something would, would probably make me go against it. She's kind of annoying. I love Kathy Griffin. I think she's great. Um, Do you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's just that voice, I think. It makes me want to, you know, pull my toenails out. Oh, uh, I guess it's a comical voice. You think it's funny? Yeah. Okay. So let me, let me ask you, Rebecca, um, in terms of, you know, your activism on this issue uh, outside of Twitter, do you intend to become more active uh, at a social or, or political level driving awareness? If there's an opportunity, I wouldn't mind doing it. You know, I was um, talking to a friend of mine uh, uh, on a Friday night who's a, a gay guy who lives here in Brisbane, and he was saying he wants to get into politics to, to push, um, you know, sort of the, the rights of uh, gays, lesbians, and uh, bisexuals, transgender. And uh, my girlfriend, who's American, and has only been in Australia a few months, we were talking about this issue and, uh, you know, talking about the fact that we actually have some very high-profile uh, gay individuals in Australia, in, in Australian politics. Uh, Penny Wong, the Minister for Climate Change federally, Bob Brown, the leader of the Greens, are both openly gay. Uh, yeah. But that we don't have a, at least I'm aware, we don't have a um, gay rights political party in Australia. Are you aware of any sort of political organisation dedicated to this issue? Yep, the um, Australian Sex Party. They're, um, I I don't know too much about them, but I know that they fight for sort of gay marriage and any sort of rights to do with that. So uh, when you're able to vote in the next year, are you going to be voting for the Australian Sex Party? Um, I don't know. I'd have to read up about what they stand for a little bit more. I don't want... I wouldn't vote for someone who stands particularly for that one issue because that's not the only issue in Australia, but maybe... 
Well, sometimes uh, with the way that the Australian political system works, if you can get a niche party, to, if, if they can get an MP or two elected, they can get the balance of power, like uh, Family First has managed to do, like uh, One Nation managed to do a decade ago, and actually, as a result, um, you know, influence change in the policies of the, the larger parties to get their support on other issues. So it can be a, a useful strategy. Yeah, it can. Um, yeah, I don't know. It should be good, but I don't know what they stand for on everything else. Um, they they uh, they stand for a national sex education school curriculum. Oh well, that's pretty good. That's a good thing, right? It is. I'm just looking at their uh, press release from when they launched uh, about a year ago. So, uh, okay. so tell me um, a bit more about yourself, Rebecca, and, and your um, your thinking around this issue. I've had um, lots of discussions with uh, gay friends over the years about whether or not homosexuality is uh, genetic or learned, and I've actually got gay friends who are on both in both camps. Some who believe oh. it's genetic, some who believe it's learned. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts? When did you realise that you liked girls? Oh, I don't know. Maybe from a young age, probably. Yeah, maybe when I was about seven, there was a little thing with a neighbour that asked about it. But I think it. I think you're just born bisexual and you're conditioned in a way. Like you can't thinking that boys are equal for me and um, girls are it for guys and. So then you sort of learn the other way. So I guess you could say learn, but you're conditioned straight anyway. Yeah, I've got a friend of mine, uh, a gay friend of mine, listener of this show, Marcello. Shout out to Marcello if he's listening in, who basically said the same thing to me when he and I caught up for a beer a few months ago. He believes that as well. Oh, okay, that's good. Well, I was kind of shocked because um, in discussions I'd had with gay friends in the past, they were always, no, no, it's genetic. You're either born gay or you're born straight. And oh, okay. It, I, but I thought that was an interesting perspective that we're both that we're all born bisexual and it just um, we get conditioned through the media yeah. and through you know the education system and whatever that we should like members of the opposite sex exclusively. Mm. Personally, I think men are ugly, disgusting, dirty creatures, and uh, I, you know I wouldn't get within forty feet of them uh, if they were even semi-naked. But that's just me. Yeah, well, I agree. <laughs> I'm sure you do. We've got so much in common, Rebecca. Um, here's, oh, yeah. some, here's some more policies from the Australian Sex Party for the listeners. Um, they want to bring about the establishment of a truly national classification scheme which includes a uniform, non-violent erotica rating for explicit adult material for all jurisdictions and through all media, including the internet and computer games. They want to introduce an R and X rating for computer games. They want to overturn mandatory ISP filtering of the internet. They want to bring about the development of a national sex education curriculum. They want the development of a national internet education scheme for parents. They want to enact national anti-discrimination laws, which make it illegal to unfairly discriminate against people or companies on the basis of job, occupation, profession, or calling. To hold a referendum to create mandatory equal numbers of women in the Senate and state upper house. To create total equal rights in all areas of the law for gay, lesbian, and transsexuals overturn racist laws that ban Aboriginal people from possessing erotic and sexual media of the Northern Territory. I didn't even know about that. Ensure the sexual rights and freedoms of the disabled and elderly. Uh, to enact national pregnancy termination laws along the same lines as divorce law. 
the listing of Viagra, Cialis, and other drugs used to treat sexual dysfunction on the pharmaceutical benefits scheme, overturn restrictions on aid to overseas family planning organizations that reference abortion, <sighs> convene a royal commission to child sex abuse in the nation's religious institutions. Oh, I'm a big supporter of that. Wow, I might have to vote for this party myself. I, if, for that, if nothing else. I've done a lot of interviews on this show about uh, child abuse, particularly in the Catholic Church in Australia and how you know the, the politicians are just closing their eyes to it in this country. Mm. Um, develop global approaches to tackling child pornography which focus on detection and apprehension of the producers of the material. Ensure that the introduction of paid maternity leave is fair and equitable for small business. Abolish sex slavery and sexual servitude by introducing non-morality-based immigration policies that allow bona fide sex workers to work legally in Australia and ending the tax-exempt status for religions. Wow, another good policy. Thank you for you know, bringing this party up to me. I'm going to have to right. get them on the show and I'll, it's, all, it's all due to you, Rebecca. Well, there's a girl on there called Rebecca, and she's very nice. You should ask for her. I will. I'll ask for Rebecca. I'll say Rebecca sent me. So, um, Rebecca, um, let's let's talk more about uh, what you would like to see happen with gay marriage, apart from, obviously, equal rights. What do you think needs to happen in Australia so we become more accepting of uh, people with the homosexual orientation? thought about it like that. I've always thought if marriage was legal, it would seem more normal to people and then the acceptance would come with that. So I'm not sure. Well, you know, the basic argument that um, a Kevin Rudd makes, I think, is, well, you know, people can have uh, civil ceremonies and they can, for all intents and purposes, act like they're married, but <laughs> you're not actually married. What's your response to that? Well, then they're losing out on a lot of the medical and the legal rights that come with marriage, aren't they? So why should they forfeit that just for a marriage, sort of, with a different title? Well, I don't know that they are missing out on those sorts of benefits in Australia. I think uh, if you have some sort of a civil ceremony in Australia, you get the same rights as people get when they're married. I believe so, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not an expert on this in Australia. I certainly know in the United States that's kind of the stance that they tend to take, that you get – I mean, I know that what President Obama has been saying is that he supports equal benefits but doesn't support it being called marriage. And um, I, I think the Australian position is uh, very similar. Well, I can see where they're coming from with that because marriage was a religious thing and if they're against it, then why should the people they're against be titled with the same thing? But um, I don't know. I think if they don't lose out on rights, what's the point in tagging it with a different name anyway? It just shows that it's different when it's not and mm. it sort of leads to discrimination still. Mm. Um, according to Wikipedia, my source of all knowledge... In all states and territories of Australia, cohabiting same-sex couples are recognised as de facto couples and have the same rights as cohabiting heterosexual couples under state law. Furthermore, same-sex couples have access to domestic partnership registries in Tasmania, Victoria and the Australian Capital Territory. In November 2008, the Australian Parliament passed laws that recognise same-sex couples in federal law, offering them the same rights as unmarried heterosexual couples 
in areas such as taxation, social security and health, aged care and employment. This means that same-sex couples who can prove they are in a de facto relationship have most of the rights of married couples. Nevertheless, despite equality of rights, Australia does not have a national registered partnership or civil union scheme. Um, in August 2009, a same-sex marriage bill was introduced by a member of the Australian Greens who pleaded with the government to take into mind that the majority of Australians support same-sex marriage and thereby pass such legislation. The Senate Legal and Constitutional Affairs Committee is currently reviewing the bill. There you go. So maybe, did you know about that, Rebecca? Um, I heard of a bill, but I never really looked into it. Hmm. Well, I think you should start tweeting about that. You should look in. I it. should. You know, you should uh, chat to the Greens senator that's putting it forwards. That's uh, Nick Mc, uh, no, Nick McKim. No, he was the one in Tasmania. This one's by uh, Sarah Hanson Young has oh, put okay. forward this. Um, there you go. But you still said most, most. of the rights. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what the uh, ones that they're missing out are. I'm looking for some sort of a breakdown here. Um, yeah. I still don't see why it should be distinguished at all, though. Well, I think that's Especially actually... Right. Yeah, and I mean, I know that when I talk about it with my girlfriend about, uh, particularly in the United States... Um, we talk. We sort of refer back to the civil rights movement, where they used to say, "Well, you know, they have um, same but not equal rights." Yeah, uh, blacks had as uh, opposed to whites, and um, it's a similar sort of thing here. Saying, "Well, you have the same rights but not equal rights." Um, mm. Yeah, here's a summary of rights uh, in Australia at the moment. Um, homosexuality is legal. In South Australia, ACT, Victoria, New South Wales and Northern Territory, WA, Queensland, um, Norfolk Island, the Commonwealth and Tasmania. Equal age of consent. All states have an equal age of consent except Queensland. Uh, 16 for non-anal sex and 18 for anal sex in Queensland. Anti-discrimination laws in employment, all of Australia. Anti-discrimination laws in the provision of goods and services. All states and territories but not at a Commonwealth level. Um... Anti-discrimination laws in all other areas, all states and territories, again, but not the Commonwealth. Uh, recognition of same-sex same couples in ACT, TAS and VIC. Um, full joint adoption by same-sex couples. Ah, so that is, uh, there's legislation in WA, ACT, New South Wales and Victoria are considering but New South Wales, Victoria, Northern Territory, Queensland, and SA, same-sex couples do not have full joint adoption rights. Yeah. Um, they don't have altruistic surrogacy rights in SA, Queensland, Tasmania. They don't have uh, – lesbians don't have access to IVF in South Australia, but they do in all other states. Um, parentage with IVF for lesbians, again, same in South Australia. Homosexuals are allowed to serve in the military. You can go kill yourself. You can go get killed for the country, but you can't get married. Sorry. Uh, rights to change legal gender is legal, um, but uh, not allowed to donate blood. Uh, MSMs. What's MSM stand for? What? Oh, men who have sex with men are not allowed to donate blood. Right. Uh, 12-month deferral abstinence period, which is currently under review. So you're not allowed, you can't donate blood unless you don't have sex for 12 months. 
Okay. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, I you know, I think that's ridiculous. I mean, you know, heterosexual, sexually active people can have AIDS just as much as uh, you know, gay men can have yeah. AIDS and HIV. Be carrying HIV. If they can check, uh, you know, the blood uh, taken from heterosexual people, they should be able to take it from gay men. That's a bit ridiculous. Anyway, so there you go. A little little summary for you there, Rebecca, and for my own um, knowledge as well. With the surrogacy thing in Queensland, Anna Blythe recently, well, I think it was recently, said that um, they're looking into making it legal, and if they did, it would definitely be for same-sex couples as well. And Anna Blythe said that, that there should be no difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just an addition. Mm. Although Anna Bly uh, used to be a big supporter of the legalisation of abortion in Queensland, but now that she's Premier, she's uh, not doing anything about it. And there's a couple, really? there's a young couple from Cairns, I think, that are currently in court because they procured uh, an abortion and um, they end up getting charged with it. And um, oh, wow. they're, they're looking like they're going to do jail time having an abortion. So. Anna Bly's track record on actually following through on stuff that she says and believes in in the issues of rights is uh, not exactly stellar. Oh, that's not very good. It's I not hope that does get through. Mm, I agree with you. Um, all right. Well, uh, I think that's uh, given us a, a, a good sort of snapshot on what you're doing with your Twitter account, Rebecca. I want to... Uh, congratulate you again on uh, taking the steps. Great to see the kids out there getting hold of Twitter and actually using it for uh, something other than talking about, I don't know, Pokemon. And what they had for lunch. Yeah. What, what do 17-year-olds normally do on Twitter? Many, many of your friends on Twitter? They complain. They complain about Twitter or, or on Twitter? Uh, they complain on Twitter. Yeah. Most of your friends on Twitter? Um, my friends on Twitter, yeah, most of them. But some of them are still against it because, you know, it's the new thing and everyone's there and then everyone's a nonconformist these days. Right. And um, I know you've got an iPhone. Um, do you love your iPhone? I do like my iPhone. And uh, you told me before we went to wear that you, you're allowed to have it because you, you pay for it. I said 17-year-olds shouldn't have iPhones and you went, well, yeah, well, I pay <laughs> for it with my own money that I work for. So shut the hell up, old man. <laughs> I was like, fair enough, okay. Um, what's your uh, what's your Twitter app of choice on the iPhone? Uh, I use Twitter, but that's only because it's the only one I know of. Uh, check out Tweety. Tweety 2 just came out. Costs a couple of bucks, but it's good. Oh, yeah, I might use it. I recommend it. <laughs> What's the difference? I don't know. I've never used Twitterific on the iPhone, so I, I, I may check it out. I can't. I can't give you any sort of uh, comparison. <laughs> fair enough. Um, any final words to the listeners out there around the world, Rebecca, on the issue of gay marriage? Oh, that's tough. Now I'm expected to say something good. Um, well, I think that everyone should just get behind it because we can't do anything about it if there's no proof that we all believe in it. Yeah. So follow it. <laughs> do you think that uh, you know, if the human race survives another century that... Uh, in 2,109, people will be looking back on the fact that we didn't have gay marriage rights in 2009 and going, wow, these people were... The same way that we look back on slavery and segregation from a century ago as just... Well, slavery was a bit more than a century ago. But <laughs> segregation was recent. I mean, the Aboriginals in Australia didn't get the vote until 1965, 69, something like that. Yeah. 
Do you think they'll yeah, look well, back at it in the same way? Exactly, yeah. We'll all think it's ridiculous in 100 years' time. Mm, mm. And, and not just, you know, ha-ha ridiculous, but oppressive ridiculous. It's, bigot- it's bigotry, right? Yeah, you just hear about it and it, you just think that it's horrible. I mean, I think about that when I did one in history at school. I think, wow, black people didn't have rats, women didn't have rats, what's with that? It's called white men wanting to run the world, Rebecca, is what it is. Rich white men wanting to maintain power and control, basically. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, Well, Rebecca, uh, good luck in running the Twitter account and doing what you're doing. Um, Good luck when you come out to your parents. I hope that they are as supportive and uh, welcoming of that announcement as they should be. Hopefully, they're like... Uh, the parents of most of my friends who eventually came out and their parents went, yeah, no kidding. We knew about that all the time. <laughs> you idiot. Um, what's for dinner? Um, so I hope it goes well for you. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be following your Twitter account with interest. Make it, you know, make it big, Rebecca. Go, oh, for, go for it. Thanks. Change I the will. world. You can do it. Let's hope. All right. Thank you, Rebecca. Thanks.